Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Friday, February 4th, 2022. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include Apple and Google face U.S. app legislation, the bar is open at 30,000 feet, and in the Netherlands, a bridge too high. Those stories coming up. But first, let's check markets. U.S. equity futures are mixed with S&P 500 futures flat. Dow futures are down two-tenths of a percent, while NASDAQ 100 futures, they're up seven-tenths of a percent. Oil trades at $92 a barrel. That's a seven-year high. The 10-year U.S. Treasury yields 1.82%. The dollar is weaker versus the euro and the Japanese yen and is stronger against the British pound. Bitcoin trades at just under $38,000, while gold trades at $1,811 an ounce. At midday, the Europe stock 600 is down 1%. In Asia, stocks closed higher. Hong Kong's Hang Seng gained more than 3%. In Japan, the Nikkei 225 added 7 tenths of a percent. Stocks making moves before the opening bell include Amazon.com. The shares are up 12% pre-market after reporting profit that nearly doubled. The company also announced a 17% increase in the price of its Prime membership program. Amazon said that the Prime membership cost is going up to $139. That's up from $119 a year. Shares of Snap are up 45% after the company reported its first quarterly profit, as well as top and bottom line results that beat expectations. Pinterest shares are up 15% after reporting its first full-year profit and more than $2 billion in annual revenue. Shares of Clorox are down 12%. The maker of cleaning and other products said results were hit by lower margins and fewer sales amid challenging costs and inflation. Ford Motors stock is down more than 5% despite issuing an upbeat forecast for the year. Fourth quarter earnings fell short of Wall Street forecasts. Regeneron Pharmaceutical shares are up nearly 2% after the company doubled its fourth quarter revenue because of sales of its COVID-19 antibody treatment. Coming up today, Air Products and Chemicals, Aon, CBOE Global Markets, Eaton, Hartford Financial Services, Prudential Financial, and Sanofi hold conference calls to discuss quarterly results. And the monthly jobs report is scheduled for release at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Now our top stories. A bipartisan bill that could cost Apple and Google billions of dollars by loosening the company's twin monopolies over their app stores was advanced by a key U.S. Senate committee on Thursday in a landslide vote. The open app markets bill would bar Apple and Google from requiring app developers to use the tech giant's own payment systems, which charge commissions of up to 30%. It would also require the companies to let users download apps from third-party app stores. Southwest Airlines is bringing back in-flight alcohol sales after holding off for months to clamp down on disruptive passengers. The airline will restore alcoholic beverages for purchase on February 16th on most of its flights for the first time since March of 2020. And the Dutch city of Rotterdam has agreed to spend weeks taking down a historic bridge so Jeff Bezos' new super yacht can reach the open seas this summer. The Amazon.com founder's 417-foot-long three-masted ship that cost roughly half a billion dollars is under construction in the Netherlands, but the boat will be too tall to pass under Rotterdam's landmark Koningshoven Bridge, which has a 130-foot clearance. 
as a workaround, Bezos and the boatmaker reportedly asked Rotterdam officials to temporarily dismantle the iconic bridge and pledged to reimburse the city for expenses. Taking apart and reassembling the middle section of the bridge, known locally as De Hef, is expected to take more than two weeks. Rotterdam officials said the project is a revenue generator. In other news, about 350,000 homes and businesses lost power across the U.S. on Thursday as a winter storm dumped more than a foot of snow in parts of the Midwest and brought snowfall and hundreds of power outages to parts of Texas. Storm conditions also caused problems for travelers across the country as airlines canceled more than 9,000 flights scheduled for Thursday or Friday. And in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, authorities shut down all runways of the Dallas-Fort Worth airport and reported more than 1,000 canceled flights. U.S. corporate bankruptcies have fallen to their lowest level in more than 15 years, and that trend could continue despite the COVID-19 pandemic, at least in the near term. Meta stocks one-day crash ranks as the worst in stock market history. Shares of the Facebook owner slumped as much as 27% after results on Wednesday showed user growth stalling. The collapse wiped out more than $230 billion of market value. That's the biggest in history for any U.S. company. Tesla drivers have lodged claims that their vehicles braked suddenly at high speeds. Owners say the electric cars are responding to imagined hazards, a phenomenon known as phantom braking. Shares of Chinese electric vehicle makers jumped in Hong Kong as trading resumed after the Lunar New Year holiday. Li Auto rose as much as 14%, Xpeng added 10%, and BYD gained more than 6%. The California Public Utilities Commission has asked for more time to consider making changes to the controversial proposal that would cut incentives for home solar systems. The startup behind Bored Ape Yacht Club, the non-fungible token collection that counts celebrities such as Gwyneth Paltrow and Snoop Dogg as owners, is discussing a financing deal with Andreessen Horowitz that would value it between $4 and $5 billion. Unity Software shares are up 11% pre-market after the gaming engine company's earnings and revenue top Wall Street expectations. Infineon raised its forecast for revenues. Europe's largest chipmaker, whose biggest customers are car makers, revised up its projection for demand after sales in the last three months of 2021, increased by 20%. Toshiba may spend nearly $900 million to build a new semiconductor fab in Japan. The plant is expected to be up and running by March of 2025. Air products and chemicals reported a rise in first quarter profit, with sales rising above analyst expectations. Bristol-Myers Squibb reported earnings that beat analyst estimates and revenue that was in line. The company also announced a $15 billion share repurchase program. Shares of Bill.com Holdings soared nearly 30% in after-hours trading Thursday after the maker of financial software tools for small businesses topped expectations for its latest quarter and gave an upbeat forecast. GraphTech International reported results that exceeded estimates. News Corp reported a 13% rise in second-quarter revenue. Columbia Sportswear shares rose more than 5% in after-hours trading Thursday after the outdoor apparel maker posted strong earnings and sales in the fourth quarter. Shares of Skechers USA rallied nearly 8% in the extended session Thursday after the retailer reported fourth-quarter earnings and sales above Wall Street expectations. McKesson reported better-than-expected financials for the third quarter of fiscal 2021. Hartford Financial fourth quarter results were better than expected, highlighted by margin expansion and solid premium growth. 
Shares rose nearly 2% in after-hours trading. Prudential Financial fourth-quarter earnings beat consensus estimates. The company increased its quarterly dividend more than 4%. Shares of DoorDash hit a post-IPO low on Thursday, tumbling 12%. Ralph Lauren posted strong fiscal third-quarter results. Shares of Synaptics rallied more than 7% in after-hours trading Thursday. The chipmaker delivered a better-than-anticipated forecast while noting its strong backlog. Activision Blizzard delivered disappointing holiday quarterly results, and the Women's National Basketball Association has raised $75 million from a group of investors that includes Nike, Michael Dell, and former U.S. Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice. Major League Baseball has asked a federal mediator to intervene in stalled labor negotiations that likely will put off the start of spring training. And Hershey said it is running low on Valentine's Day candy this year thanks to a shortage of labor and factory capacity. Hershey said it has added production lines recently and hired more workers, but it hasn't been enough to keep up with Americans' appetite for its Reese's Chocolates, Jolly Ranchers candy, and other treats. The candy aisle at the average store is currently out of stock of about 20% of its items. That's compared to 12% out of stock for the whole store. That's according to details from IRI CPG Supply Index. At 7 a.m., U.S. equity futures are mixed with S&P 500 futures flat. Dow futures are down two-tenths of a percent. NASDAQ 100 futures, they're up seven-tenths of a percent. Oil trades at a seven-year high at $92 a barrel. The yield on the U.S. 10-year Treasury is 1.82%. Coming up, Aon, CBOE Global Markets, Eaton, and Sanofi hold conference calls to discuss their quarterly results. And the monthly jobs report is scheduled for release at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening. Have a successful day and a great weekend. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.